I just want to be so present in my family. And I see so many people that don't get that opportunity. And I think every day, like, how lucky I am. This is The Maker's Moment, a weekly podcast where we hold space for creativity. We share our stories so we can learn from each other and use our experiences to challenge our often limiting beliefs. My name is Lee Schultes, and I know that in every person, there's an artist waiting to be rediscovered. We are here for makers in all of their moments. We know that it takes a healthy dose of community and a lot of play to get and stay creative. We're back today with part two with Gina. We revisit what it means to have boundaries, how to create in your own time and your own way. We talk about prioritizing people, taking a step back, evaluating where you are and the value that can come with just taking a break. Who are you? What do you want? Is this a business? Is this a hobby? I loved this conversation with Gina. She is one of my personal heroes when it comes to finding your identity and really investigating what it is that you put first. Gina would prefer consistency and slow growth. She doesn't want that overnight success. She wants to have a healthy, happy home, a thriving family, and a little bit of peace for herself. Like creating in the moment of the seasons and of the things. I try to like do them all individual and I'm like, there's only like six pair and this is the colors for now. And if you want a certain color, just reach out, you know, Um, and I'd like doing that. I like the last minute, like, can you throw this together? If I have time, I will. Once again, suffering with, it's not suffering with it. It's I'm learning to live with who I am and accepting the fact that there's times where I will disappear. I will take a step back. I will slip away from the content creating and here's what I'm doing today because it's like a boundary. Like I want it to be successful. I want to create. I want my stuff to be out there. But at the same time, this season of life, it's all about my family. I'm soaking in those moments. So I've learned to be like, this is important, but it's not as important. And this is what needs my time and my attention. So and that right now, it's just full on mama mode, Um, which it always is. I can't say that it's not always been. But for some reason, this year in particular, I was like, all right, I'm just going to take a small break. You know, I went in hard last year. I missed things. I even did a market right before the the day before school started last year. And I was like, never again. Like, I will never because here I was coming home to rush to pick out next day outfits and shower and hair. And I was like, this is misery. And I was gone too much. So I was like, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to take the summer off. And spring was very iffy. The weather was iffy. Markets were iffy. It was weird. So I was like, I'm going to take the summer off. I didn't put my girls in soccer summer camp like we normally do. And we what a luxury. I did love things. Yeah, yeah, we, we went delicious. to the beach. And my brother-in-law just moved to South Carolina. So he's like real close to the beach. My brother lives in North Myrtle. I have family that lives close to, um, uh, Hilton Head. Yes. I went there for the first time. Like we did things this summer, went to the zoo and I was like, I love this. So I was like, I'm not doing a whole bunch of summer markets. We're going to go experience things. And I was like, I'll hit it hard in the fall. And then I was like, I'm not actually, I'm creating. And I did. I posted something not too long ago. Like 
I'm not on here as much. I'm not posting as much, but I'm creating in my own time and my own way. Thanks for being here because it's, it's true. You know, not a lot of people know that I do have a full-time job, like on top of having two kids in grade school, on top of sports, on top of creating. It's going to be super helpful for people to hear your take on all of that and you being willing to be super vulnerable about that. I know I'm sitting here like, oh, I've said a lot and that's something I'll do. I'll be like, I said too much. But then people are like, no, I appreciate you just being like, this is it. I don't know. I like, I'm a vibe person. Mm -hmm. Like there's been people that I have met at events and I'm just like, that's not my person exactly. and that's fine and I you know it's taken me a long time to be like I'm not gonna be everyone's cup of tea that's so okay <laughs> it's fine and those who text you I had so much fun last night you know those are the ones that are your people and yeah I think that amount of vulnerability can be scary mm, it is but it's um, really powerful too yeah but I've met like a lot of great women um since that first market I've done I love it it was like a really good step into the creating process it really just kind of took off I wouldn't say it was like one of those like 100,000 follower thing overnight I love that I've had slow organic growth one thing I've always tried not to do is look at other people's uh, follower count there for a while I was very like I gained a follower I lost a follower like oh no they don't (laughs) like me like why are they unfollowing me and now I'm just like eh it's fine Mm-hmm. goodbye you know and then I'll get like a few more and then they stay and it just continues and it's people I've met people I've I remember talking to meeting at markets I have this one woman one woman that I met at a uh, love shine play and she reached out like right after like I love a custom can you make this and then ever since like this is year two she was there again this year she's not from here and her daughter ordered some special earrings for her birthday and like I remember these people I can look at the followers I have and be like I've met you I've spoke to you and I love that so it's not about like the thousands of followers it's about the ones that are like real people you know a lot of stuff is spam a lot of stuff is like the fake pages I notice like I pay attention you might have 154,000 followers you post something and you only get like 2,000 likes or like 50 people maybe commenting on the thing that right there is like how many of those people are actually real people following you it's engagement and that's what you I've heard from you is that relationships are your priority which is wonderful and you make relationships through your jewelry you also make relationships through your family and I think that's where your leader is that you prioritize people. I try to. And conversation and engagement and meaning, meaning just in general. Yeah. I try to do that while all protecting myself and holding boundaries. You know, boundaries have been a big thing for our age group. We're breaking chains through our families. We're like trying to make the changes, like the conscious, conscious changes. And, you know, it's like, I want to be there for you. I want to be there for you. Like, you know, I want to do all this. But then also you got to appreciate when I have to close myself off for a minute. Mm-hmm. I value the friendships that, hey, we haven't talked in a while. But when we do talk, it's like, that's a real adult relationship to me and I need that because I've always I never understood it when I was younger I just know I would start to feel this way I call it my season of change and I go through it like every so often and I'll just take myself away I'll self-search self-reflect journal 
figure out what I'm going through. Every so many years, I'll go through it. And and then the 10 years me and him has been together, we went through it together. You know, he'll be like, I'm feeling weird. And I'm going through this thing. And like, we'll either, you know, we'll talk about it and we'll grow together and figure it out together. It's 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 been really, it's been really interesting trying to really put in the work for it all. Because it's not easy, you know. Well, it's like you're regrowing. It's a rebirth. And it's something that we talk about a lot in business. You have periods of run and periods of rest. And that mm-hmm. can appear in any way that can manifest in your relationships. I talk about, like, relationships are not always this we're together. And, you know, it's a more of a parallelism. And sometimes you'll grow wider apart. And sometimes mm-hmm. you'll grow super together. That's just called, like you said, being an adult. And it is. And being honest with who you are. And yeah. And, and, you know, still appreciating, like, there's people that I've met that were, like, a huge part of my life. And then, you know, things led us in different paths. And I'm still like, yeah, go you. You got that job. And like, look at your family. Like, this is great. And I still have like much love for all those people. But as far as friendships go, I stay so busy with being mom and being like a really, like I said, when I say hands-on mom, I'm really in the trenches of it all. We're working on stuff. We're hanging out. We're spending quality time together. We're doing arts and crafts we're baking we're going to sporting events you know we're doing things and to me that is most important they're only little for so long and this this moment in time is very precious to me so when I'm away I only want to be here and it's not like I'm stuck at home no like I want to be here. I want to be baking cookies and yeah. and painting toes and like. I want to be here when you're baking you know, that's cookies. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I love, I love this of what we've got going on right now with our girls and our relationship. And you know, he's a teacher. He's a bomb teacher. He works with three and four year olds. Uh, he's oh, like, wow. he's he's like, he's golden. He's great. Solid. And I don't think you're not doing things for yourself. It's really evident just looking around your space. A, you have the coolest Halloween decorations I think I've <laughs> ever seen. I'm still not done. I'm um, really impressed. But also, <laughs> it it's very cozy. It's very, it just is you. It's a reflection of your life. But then when I look at your workstation, it's also very clearly, this is my Gina stuff. This is my space. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you have like photos of your family and maybe a little piece of artwork and it's very clear that you do take time for yourself and you do it in a way that works for you yeah. yet your family is still present when you're doing do. that and that's incredible it's, I mean I can even look at your space and see the boundary right so boundaries are really important ba- to you mm-hmm. but at the same time you still let people into that oh, which absolutely. I think is unique like I love when they come over and they want to look at stuff and they make stuff. Like I buy the Sculpey Bake Shop for them. It's like a different kind of clay and they'll just like, I have a bunch of cutters that I bought in the beginning that were metal that don't really work well. You know, they got all like the ridges and stuff in them. They'll just make and create and I'll put the whole tray of stuff on my stuff and they're like, have you baked it yet? Have you baked? And it's mo- it's like little treats for their Barbies or their dolls, or their dollhouse, like little cupcakes, and little pillows for their dolls to rest their head on, like that's what they do, but having them do that makes me flash back to my grandma, like my dad's mom I was telling you about, she made homemade biscuits on a regular, like that was the, like she, she was in the, she is, she was in the kitchen, like she did the thing, and 
we would bake biscuits together. There's a picture of me at the table and I have like the little biscuit cutter and she would give me like random cookie cutters and whatever dough was left, I was able to cut them out, put like cinnamon sugar on them and bake them on her biscuit tray. You know, she made me, she let me do my own little thing. So seeing them do that, I want that. Like I miss the idea of kids stringing beans on the porch with grandma. I want that slow down culture. Like hustle culture is great. Like I want to always have that work ethic. But I love the fact that so many people are slowing down, homesteading, working from home. I just want to be so present in my family and I see so many people that don't get that opportunity and I think every day like how lucky I am and I don't take that for granted like at all so I'm thankful to do this I'm thankful for my space I'm thankful that we're able to make it work that he's supportive that they're supportive like they love like you're going to a market today they miss me of course but they're like, make money, like, go do your thing. And they're pretty, like, I love these. And I'm like, thanks. There's a Fairview Kids Market, and they're going to do another one. Oh. I will send you the info. Because as you were saying the thing about the doll, I was curious to hear what they thought about markets. And they so love them. As you were they talking do. about, like, the doll pillows for their dolls, that would be so unique from what, you know, the other kids are doing a great job. But that would be really cool to see kids hustling to other kids. <laughs> I but think I've could... seen one of our maker friends. I think their kid did that and sold some of their artwork. And I was like, that's really fun. cute. And they're doing another one. It was such a blast. The community of Fairview really showed up. So I'll send you the info for that. I hear really good things um, about Fairview. I don't, I don't get into a lot of the Fairview markets. I do apply maybe one day. But it's so hard when you live in such a small area and polymer clays like I didn't realize how many polymer clay people there were in our area there's a lot and there's some that have been around for a while like even Pope like before COVID like they've been here doing the thing like and then I see a lot of new people that are just like this is just like a you know a side project so I've been like is this a business is this a side project is this just a hobby what am I doing with this? How did you investigate those questions with yourself? How did you hold you accountable? And do you have an answer yet? Um, honestly, I was approached with the opportunity to be put into a store. Um, Amy, you know, um, she, you know, was like, hey, there's a store. I think you'd be great. And I'm like, oh, like, how does that work? Like, I didn't even think about anything like that. So you know, I went, I met them and, you know, kind of talked about what that looked like. And I was like, let's do it. Because in my mind, you know, I was, I was still nannying. I was totally watching kiddos. That was, that was the main job. And my kids were out of school. So we were just, you know, hanging out at the house all day. And I was like, well, I, you know, I need some sort of income. I was honestly to that point where I was like, I don't think I want to go back to a regular job right now. You know, a lot of my family works retail and they were like, this is terrible. Like life is miserable. That's why I take step backs to like, just reevaluate myself and life and goals. And what do I need to do to achieve it? And what do I need to work on to be better? And are you still trying to figure that out? You know? Yeah, honestly. So where I'm at with things is I love creating. I want to do it. I want to do markets. I feel like I, I, I do put a lot of love into it. Like I really do. But It's one of those things of like priorities. I never want to be in the situation where I'm not being able to provide for my kids, for them to do their extracurriculars, 
to attend things, to do things. That's so important to me. I don't know if I'm in the place to where I'm going to open my own web store and just do the thing and that's it. I don't have the time. Hands-on, full-time mom. It's like I won't work for weeks at a time. I will just let it sit. And I'm okay with it because I'm just like... This is this is more important right now. As much as I want it to boom and I see my friends really quitting their day job, I want to do that. So you have your priorities. You're sticking to those. You still get what you need out of creating and people still love it. I walked in and the first thing I did was pick up a pair of sugar skulls. It doesn't devalue you at all. If anything, your work from the time I saw you last year to the time I've seen you today it blows me away. It's completely different. It's a lot more detail. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more I can tell you're creating to create. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where it's phenomenal. It's incredible. It really shows from like at the beginning where I was like, let's just do these markets. Like I said, I was literally like, knock these out, throw these together. Let's do this market. You're creating to create. Exactly. When people focus on sales, when they focus on, you know, this is my, I have to make this certain amount of money. It takes away from the creative process. A lot of people I've spoken to are struggling with that, where mm-hmm. they say, this is what I sell, and this is what I like to make. I, I, I think you're right on track, especially for wanting to deviate from hustle culture and mm-hmm. wanting to just be a maker. If anything, it makes it a lot more valuable to me as a consumer. Yeah. That's what I that's what I want to think. I talk about all the time, like just this whole aspect of having an online business, the social media platform. Like when I sit down, I want to create, I want to listen to my podcast. I want to catch up on a show that because I don't have a lot of me time. Mm -hmm. This is me time. So like I really value my me time. Like you were saying, like it looks like you do like take care of yourself in ways. I will be like, hey, I need a few hours. I'll go take me a hot bath. I'll, you know, put a mask on and just like light my candle and just take my time, you know? And he's like, I got this. And he's so that's, great. Yeah. I can't believe we're ha- having a full length podcast with snacks and wine with two kids literally mm-hmm. 20 feet mm-hmm. away from us. He, it's incredible. You have he an incredible is, partnership. He's so good. Like, and we very, we value our time together. We value our time apart. We value each other's, like he likes to play pool and he, you know, he likes to, he hasn't, he's been here. Like he's our girl's soccer coach. Like he's a teacher. Like I said, he's a teacher. He's very hands-on. Like he brings them home and they do like soccer stuff. They'll shoot baskets, like hands-on dad all the way through. Very. So we've both taken, we've both taken breaks this year. I've taken a step back from markets and that hustle culture, and he's taken step backs from, you know, guys do things a little different, you know, like, women are like, and like, guys are like, I need to play some video games or something, I don't yeah, know, I need to do some stuff, you know, yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, that's not, what, that's definitely not, not what we do, is what I'm searching we, I for. I have a harder time. Letting go? He'll be like, let's sit down and watch a show, and like, I'll sit there and watch it. And then I'm I like, I got to go switch out the laundry. Yeah. I can't just sit and watch hours of TV. Mm-mm. And I'm just like, I'm a work hard, play hard person. So I'm like, let me get this stuff done. And then I'll like enjoy life. Either it's ingrained in us or it's something about us. I haven't even gotten that far into thinking about it. But where we just don't slow down, it's go, go, go. And so to put that energy into something that is also 
regenerating is mm-hmm. a very curious thing because then if you're a go 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 person and then you're doing this craft then all of a sudden this craft becomes go 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 and i think that's what makes you different or i know that's what makes you different is that you don't it's the boundaries that you've learned the hard yeah. way and i'm talking to you and you're not <laughs> conflicted about what you're doing it doesn't seem like it i at was least. at first like i definitely was at first um because i'd be like no, I need to be present for this. And I'd be like, I'm not going to do this market. And then I would be online and I'd be like seeing them at the market. And I'm like, you know, and I would feel like I've missed out. Like I said, the FOMO thing is was very real at first. Um, but I've, I'm to the point now where I'm very like secure in how I feel about things. Um, the jewelry and the clay is a therapy outlet that helps me express myself. It helps me meet people and have like this badass group of women that I'm meeting as friends of makers and, you know, in life. And that's good for me. I take markets as like my like social outlet, like, Oh, Hey, I haven't seen you in forever. Um, because I am doing this. Um, but I'm not conflicted like Saturdays or soccer days we'll be at the soccer field. Um, if it's a market that I know is, um, not even like that. It's going to be like a bomb money market, but like a good social time, like a good time. A lot of play. How could you miss that? Like that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like that was, it's such a, this year was weird. Like, like you said, this year has been really weird. I still did really great, but you can just tell that people are really holding on to their money they're prioritizing how they're spending and I can appreciate that as a person that is also having to do the same thing with life groceries gas packing lunches uh you know my kids have sensitive skin so I gotta buy the sensitive stuff and they have to have special hair products which cost a lot of money you know you have people that are just so easy to be like yeah here's my money let me buy all your stuff but this year I've seen people really be like hmm, is this something I really need? And, you know, as a maker, it's like, oh, crap. Like, is it my stuff? Am I, you know, am I not making stuff that's selling? Like, you really start hurting and doubting yourself in that moment. But I look at my own personal life outside of the maker, and I'm like, I'm doing the same thing. I'm not just being like, let me just buy this stuff anyway. I have to appreciate that too. Just because I want to shop small doesn't mean I'm always going to. Mm-hmm. And so what a big opportunity for small businesses or for business, local businesses, whatever you want to call them, to really dig deep into who they are. I mm-hmm. went through this with, I saw the scarcity and I saw the scarcity mindset in people of they're going to hold on to that extra dollar. And so I said, you know, I could make smaller. I went through this phase where I made smaller, 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 mm-hmm. smaller. And then I finally got so frustrated with myself. I said, screw it. I'm just going to make the biggest pair of earrings that I could think of. And they sold in 10 minutes on Instagram. Exactly. So exactly. they'll need it if it's a pure representation exactly. of who you are. So that's why I put the time into the pieces mm-hmm. that I make. Because I saw those skulls and immediately I looked at them <laughs> and I said, I don't know how many rose petals are on this rose. I need, I need this. I don't, I don't know why I'm not overthinking it. <laughs> My money's really tight right now, but I need it. And so it's true. But like when I see something, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really love these. Like, I don't have anything like it. Um, I haven't seen anything like it either. Yeah. That's yeah. That's uh, I do. I, 
I try not to necessarily search and draw inspiration from a bunch of things because that can tend to draw the line of not necessarily copying, but, you know, if someone Google searches sugar skulls, a lot of people's probably seen that picture and have probably done something. Mm -hmm. I literally have been working on those off and on for the last three weeks in between everything. And I've been watching some of my favorite old spooky movies, not looking up sugar skulls, not searching Day of the Dead stuff, just Mm -hmm. looking at it and be like, let's just go with it. Like, no following, no looking at anything. I've just sat down and just did it all from my mind, just pulling it together. Yeah, and I love the internet because... You can get information, but it can be information overload. And Mm -hmm. it does take away from, it does seem to sometimes take away from the creativity and that pure sense of here's who I am. Let me show you my insights. And that's what I want. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't want, like I said, the cookie cutter, copy and paste. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone can pop out, circle piece and be like, here it is. But like to sit down, to hand roll flowers, to sculpt out details like you would like paint like I lay my clay on my on the slab and I'll get a little tool and I'll actually like scrape it and and make it look like it's a painting Mm -hmm. and I love that Mm -hmm. um I love the time that it takes I love the time I put into it I could buy silicone molds and pop a bunch of clay in there and just stick them on there and call it a day but no hate to anyone that does that Mm -hmm. because those those clay molds are you know they're bomb like they're great But I don't like how uniform it looks. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that the things look so precise. I like the little offset of I love your flowers. jacqueline over there, and he's so weird, and I it, love it. I don't know what he's going to be yet. Uh, it's a cutter I've never used before, and I was like, let's just do it. And I, I, it was, he's so fun. I was like, keychain? Like, maybe a keychain? I don't know. If you put him on earrings, I don't, that would be fun. Like, hoop earrings. Like, is he fun? That's another oh, thing. So is like fun. I saw him, and I was like, I want him, but I don't know if he's earrings. I don't know. Like, if, I just cut out one just to test it out he's and to see what so he looked like. He's just so lopsided and weird. He is like I have a big one and I also have a smaller one in that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do magnets, I can make keychains. Mm-hmm. Like I'm working on a lot of different things, but I was like I am still discovering. So like you said, last year to this year, you see a difference. Oh, it's night and, and it's, it's completely different and it's it's not night and day. I was going to say that at first. It's it's a growth for it, sure. The detail I has figured out gone. what really and like what I really wanted and it was the detailed it was the hand detailed no and I love that like I love that people look at it and they're like oh look at these flowers like look at these details and I want that I do see a lot of um, other makers in the area pulling out like super creative fun things and I'm like do I want to be the maker that makes like jack-o'-lanterns for Halloween or do I want to make solid fall colors and more like you said feminine just you know sophisticated stuff or do I want to have kooky silly stuff like or do I just want to be like the jack of all trades that makes everyone's like you gotta find your niche you gotta find a niche and I'm like I don't know what that is I make earrings they're lightweight they're good for your ears there's not a specific they're not boho they're not modern they're not like they're just a little bit of 
everything. And that's why I don't like to create. I create having other people in mind. I do. But I create what I'm feeling inspired to create. I hope that they love it. And that's what I've seen with the moons. Like the moons last year was the first thing that I really felt like I had stepped out on and did something. I'm not saying like I was the first flower moon maker by any means with clay. But it was the first time I took a stab at it. And it was like they sold out. And I made more. And they, this is what I love. Like I love handy telling. I love one of a kind pieces. I love slow batch, slow made. I saw a pair of your... Magnolia, your Moonshine and Magnolias at Moonshine and Magnolias in downtown Hendersonville. Mm-hmm. And I knew from across the room, and I have bad vision. I will think <laughs> someone is someone else. And I saw from across the room in my blurry vision, I was like, those are genius. I already know. It, the colors are different than anything. I can tell you're mixing your own colors. I, I do. assume you are because I have yeah. never seen them anywhere else. Yeah, I, I bought a color wheel from one of my makers that I'm, I've been inspired by. I buy my clay cutters from her. My silk screens, my, you know, she's been very you know, open to creating earrings herself, but actually like showing you and teaching you. Like, I'm very appreciative of everything she's done. I bought a color wheel from her and, you know, just color theory of art. Like, like I said, I've always loved art. So I will, I'll be like, all right, you get a little bit of blue. Let's like mix in some of this and see what happens. You know, that's been a trial and error thing too, um, because I have a hard time wanting to make things consistently over and over again which it seems like with some things that's needed like fair like I you know I'm working on fair and I'm like but I make things that are so always different that seems like it's like frustrating to have to be like putting one thing non-stop to where you create a line of a style and a, a bunch of different colors that seems like what you would want on fair so I'm torn between just creating simple styles for wholesale orders or actually like putting in fine details on pieces that I put my heart and soul onto but then don't want a wholesale price (laughs) because I'm like I really put a lot of work into these and how can I give them to you for half off I struggle really hard with that and valuing what I'm doing and the time I put into it because it's not just (laughs) play-doh as I've been talked to at markets about. (laughs) This is like Play-Doh, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like if you only knew. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, I'm working tonight. Tonight's Mommy Monday. He'll do dinner. He'll get them in bed, do the things. And I'm here. It's not like I'm going and doing anything, but I'm here and I'm working. They know not to come ask me for anything. (laughs) They go to dad. It's nice because I need that. Because I don't get to go somewhere and work at like a studio and like this is it, my dining room. I never leave. I work here. This is a space. This is my space. (laughs) But I'll come over and I'll start mixing colors. And by the time I get them all conditioned, like that's three hours. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I got to get up, you know, five. So, you know, a lot of times it's one day I'll mix the colors And then the next day I'll come in and I'll, you know, get my cutters out and form them and see what kind of shape I'm working with. And then I started mixing colors because I didn't want to just pop open a bar of clay and make something from it, which they make beautiful colors. But if you get a bar of clay for $3.29 and you don't break it down and make it into other colors, you don't get, you get like what? eight pairs of earrings depending on their size out of that this isn't this isn't it and during the pandemic it was hard to find clay 
like the good kind. Because that's when <laughs> it was all blowing up, right? It was blowing was up, it a so it was. Chain issue? It was that, both. but it was yeah. It was a little bit of everything. You know, Sculpey wasn't really making things. No one was working. People were finding new craft, and it was hard to find. And I still have like a stockpile of stuff that won't work with earrings. And I'm like, maybe one day I'll, you know, jump into something different that's not jewelry that can be used by the other clay. I use Sculpey Souffle, Sculpey Primo. Sculpey Souffle is like the best brand, in my opinion, hands down. It sounds fancy. It's buttery. It's buttery. That's all. I don't even know. Like, I just recently did a demo, like a live in-person demo where I was actually teaching and showing and I was gonna ask you if <laughs> teaching was on your radar at all because um, you with the ed- early childhood education background I like to talk about our creative side is kind of our three-year-old brain and we have to really mm-hmm. tame it sometimes and make it I'm speaking very guiltily we have to tame <laughs> it sometimes and you know make it get to work if this is gonna be yeah. your job but I feel like you would be able to bring that sense of play with your history in early childhood and your love of children and family and really kindle that sense of play in others. It would almost be infectious. So it sounds like that might be something you're interested in. I am. The first time around was interesting. It was definitely a learning experience. But I also learned, like, I like this. You know, I brought pieces in that I baked from the Sculpey 3 that would break. And I brought pieces that I baked that were bending. Oh, so they could see So, it. yeah, it was very hands-on. They got to drill into the clay with my Dremel. They got to assemble their own earrings and glue the post on. So they snapped the bad clay and watched how it broke and oh, crumbled. Oh, God, that would be so satisfying. Let's yes. <laughs> they the did. Clay. Well, it was funny. I was talking about it. And then all of a sudden, we all heard snap. And she was like, oh. <laughs> like, she snapped it already. And I was like, see, this is, this is, you know, the difference. Like, it's like this one of those is, smash rims. You can yeah, just, just break a bunch of clay pieces. <laughs> but then they got to see it bend all the way in half and then bounce back into its original shape. It was hard to put everything into a two-hour class, but I think it was fun. I took my clay machine in and they kind of ran clay through the machine if they wanted and kind of like messed around with some of the stuff. But it's definitely something that I wouldn't mind to do again in the future. It's definitely something that I would need to buy more materials for. Of course, there wasn't an oven, so I couldn't be like, let's bake these. And I had fun. I was very nervous. Luckily, it was uh, some ladies that I knew, some friends of mine, and some people I didn't know made it better. I feel like I did okay. I rushed, so then there was like a lot of extra time, and I was like, okay. It was a learning experience. But definitely, as far as not being able to take this completely full-time right now, I am looking for other things to do to still make money and be involved and get myself out there without killing myself doing markets every Saturday. And that's, that's it. That's my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, I'm getting, I'm, I'm finishing, I'm getting to go back and finish my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to get it done within the next two years. And then eventually I'm going to phase out nannying and then I'll be working in the school system I'll be on the same school schedule as my husband as my kids and I'm that's all I've ever wanted was to be on the same schedule and to have the breaks off and the holidays off so you know I'm gonna always have that background in early childhood 
I always want to work with children. I want the jewelry thing to pop off. I want it to be huge. Oh, well, are you kidding? But... If you show teachers those jack-o'-lanterns, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, them. yeah. Be your niche. That's why I said I like the slow organic growth more than like the overnight success of it all because polymer clay is a lot of people do it. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, all over. A lot of people are doing it. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily oversaturated. But I see it everywhere. And um, that, that, you know, sometimes that does make me nervous. Because how do you take something, even if I am different and unique, how do you completely quit your job and successfully raise your family off only making earrings? That scares me. Um, Because so many people are doing it. A lot of people are doing it. Um, So... I'm always like, I think you're already coming to those conclusions by yourself though, to where if you wanted to, because you're teaching other people how to do it better and you're starting to, it's really interesting for someone and I'm just coming to this conclusion. So it might be a little choppy, but it's really interesting to see someone, the first person I've sat down with who said, I love this. It's not my priority. And I'm totally fine with that. And I've come to terms with that. I think it makes you stronger. Do you? Yeah. Because sometimes it makes me feel like, like I see other people, my other friends putting everything into their business and it growing and growing and growing. And I'm like, I want to do that, but I have this. But you're already (laughs) asking yourself questions that they haven't considered yet, which is from a business perspective, how can I get the most out of the time, out of my investment? What's Mm -hmm. my biggest ROI, my return on investment? It is to teach. What do I enjoy to do? That is still making, but also spreading knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the girl that you buy all the cutters and the silk screens from. I... She's made more money off of you than she would if you bought earrings. Let's be completely honest. Oh, she gets, and I tell her too in the comments. I'm like, mm-hmm. just take it, like take yeah. my money, because she releases the cutest cutters. Like she's like she Ro also... Clayco. Like shout out Ro <laughs> Clayco, because like she shares her knowledge. She, you know, she's she's one that quit her job, full time gig. And then her husband was able to quit his. I mean, isn't that like the dream? The dream. The goal? Like I look at her. She was a dental hygienist and her husband did something. And now he like they make clay cutters. They invested money into, you know, 3D printers. So she makes earrings. She makes clay cutters. She sells color recipes. She sells charms. She's like a one stop clay shop. And it's She's just an so inspiring. Mm-hmm. But one thing I will say and this is not, you know, I know everyone's life and everyone's situation is different. But being a maker, trying to be a small business maker and being a mom is hard. And a lot of people that I see that are so successful in what they're doing do not have that priority. I want to be out here just doing this stuff. I want to just be like, effortless, stay up all night and make earrings and not have any cares that I'm not in that position. You Time know? is a resource. It's not just money. You know, people talk a lot about money, but they, it wasn't until I went full time in the space, which was relatively recently, mm-hmm. like yeah, very recently. Day zero was not that far in the past, but it wasn't until that time when I realized that time is such a valuable resource and that it's one of those things you can't get more of it. Money, I could get a bunch of money by next weekend. That's how money works. Yeah. It's easy come, easy go. Time. Any server can tell you that, but time is actually it's finite. Precious. 
And so you have to build around what matters most. Yeah. And it's not always going to be that way. There is going to be a time, and it's hard <laughs> to believe, but your girls are off at college, and your heart's ripped out from you. But that's when I'll get into exactly this nonstop, like feeling I'll be pulling all nighter sometimes. And then it'll be like, you need to rest. Like, it's not good for your body. And, you know, you need to take care of your body. And I'm like, man, I get that. But if I don't get up at 3 a.m. and work for a few hours, I'm never going to get this done. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get to do the events. I'm not going to get to restock my Etsy or the shops that I'm in because... When they're up and they're we're, we're doing this thing, this isn't clay isn't happening. They literally are numero uno in my book. They're so cool. I like I love them. They're like my best friends. It's like I want to record myself and and make the reels and get the followers. You're so good at it. I too. want it's that. Blows my mind. But I also don't always have time for it. So I had to take it. I once again I had to take a step back and be like. I'm not in the same place as they are. We are not in the same situation and it's different. So I can't look at their success and their growth and compare it to mine because a, I am this hands-on mom that's doing the thing, the soccer, the dance, the, all of it. What a unicorn. Those <laughs> are not as like, we're, I'm in this thing. Like I want to be the best mom possible. Um, but I also want to pour love into my business and I also want to be a good partner and I also want to be good at myself. Key takeaways from our conversation today with Gina. Number one, know your boundaries. Create in your own time and in your own way. Remember, boundaries don't always mean you keep people out of your life. Sometimes it is a healthy way to let people in. Number two, prioritize your people. How many people in your friends and followers list on social media have you actually met? Out of those, how many have you really impacted and built a relationship with? Taking inventory and stock of that friends and followers list really matters. Number three, take steps back and evaluate yourself. There's extreme value in taking a pause. Who are you? What do you want? Is making a business for you? Is it a hobby? How are you treating your business or hobby? Doing the deep work now will help you prioritize in the future. Once you know what you want, you can begin to see what you need to do to achieve those goals and get better. Number four, finding your identity as an artist and a maker is a lifelong process. Choosing what to make, how to make it, these decisions are going to be ongoing and they're always subject to change. Number five, consistency and slow growth can lead you to lasting success. It's okay to want a slow burn instead of overnight success. There is not one path to success because we all have different definitions of what it means to be successful. What you want matters. Go get it. Go get it.